When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Your president is watching America is watching but more important God Father watch make no mistake there will be no fuck up Marines around this world would give they left nuts to be where you are. Anybody not want to go? Marines, heel on three.
All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Cold War Radio Live from Studio Number One. That means we are in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. I'm your host, Hutch Bailey Jr., and I'll how about that? I'll tell you what, Ward. I'm going to let you come in right now, uh, Ward, uh, from the uh, city of Pittsburgh as well, an original. Uh, founder of this experiment, uh, take it away, sir. I just got this thing fixed. Got to load some clips. Outstanding. Hey, how's how you doing? And uh, when it, time for my weekly shout out to the bacon loving deplorables out there. Hope everybody's having a good evening, good time. Um, this is called a fill. It's when I sit here and try and come up with something to talk about while Hutch is doing something in the background. <laughs> and, and I was totally unprepared for this situation. Uh. <laughs> we'll talk about the Facebook page a little bit. That's a pretty amazing story that you ought to have some details with. Yeah, we uh, our Facebook page like exploded uh, a couple weeks, oh, a couple months ago, I guess, because it was the the one that really hit big was the uh, Chris Cuomo thing, you know, where they were calling him Fredo, and that exploded. But then lately, I mean, it's like almost. Uh, we doubled our uh, membership since then, and really cool stuff's happening with it. Um, it it's just uh, amazing to me the, how quick we went from 300, uh, 300 members to over 700. I'm trying to pull up the insight so I can talk about this. That is, and, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm done. You don't have to if you don't want to. I got what I had to get done, but uh, continue. No, I got it. Uh, no. Uh, the other thing I really wanted to talk about, I didn't know how long I had, so I was kind of trying to stretch this one out. But I have breaking news, man. Right. Apparently, apparently James O'Keefe, the guy from Project Veritas, has insider video, secret recordings of, wait for it, the Epstein cover-up. <laughs> They're going to be released tomorrow at 9 a.m. And it's going to be hashtag Epstein cover-up. I'll tell you and, what, that's really and, taken off, too, man. I mean, I mean I've mean, i seen a, a bunch of things take off on Twitter. This is this is a good one. Uh, people yeah. adding that, that guy, there was a dog handler. Uh, yeah, I saw it at this seal. He was a seal. Yeah, Jesse it Waters one had the, one. Yeah, that was hilarious, man. It at was. the very end, he's like, <laughs> Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. That was awesome. It's everywhere now. It's everywhere. It's all right. Let me let me get this ship back in the right lane, uh, ladies right. and gentlemen. Follow me on Spreaker, like the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Cold War Radio twenty two. The email scrtv at live dot com. Cold War Radio patron hotline four one two two zero six six two zero eight, and the voicemail four one two five six seven one four six zero. Catch the podcast just about anywhere where podcasts are. You can go to the 405media.com if you want to listen to the show in the morning about 8 o'clock Eastern. Uh, iHeartRadio On Demand, the Cold War Radio app, YouTube, uh, Apple Music or whatever it's called, iTunes. Uh, uh, there you go. Uh, use yeah. the hashtag Cold War Radio or CWR, rather, on Twitter. Go to SteelCityResistance.com. Become a Cold War Radio patron, the best thing you can do for the show. You can also check out the research room, the video page, and if you want to write to the show, you can do that, too, at Cold War Radio, P.O. Box 10433-370, Castle Shannon Boulevard, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, 15234. <laughs> 
just a little inside baseball stuff here. I, I got cocky today because I have two of the best clips that you're going to hear anywhere. I hope you've never heard them before because I have two magnanimous clips, and I was riding high, getting ready to try to load them in my iPad, and it didn't want to go until just now after we got on the air. So thank you, Ward, for that. I appreciate that. <laughs> I also want to call out. I want to call out a couple websites because uh, I don't do attribution very well, and I should do it more. Uh, this show is brought to you uh, by us, obviously, but but by the hard work of journalists of our time at the Gateway Pundit. We thank you, Gateway Pundit. Breitbart is another big contributor. The American Thinker, uh, the Religion of Peace dot com, uh, Town Hall dot com, and some others. Uh, I've taken Drudge out of my repertoire. I don't even go to Drudge anymore, and. As you're going to see, Fox News is right about there as well. We're getting close. But I just wanted to say thank you to all those people. Go ahead, Ward. Well, from what I understand, the thing with Drudge is apparently his he changed uh, advertisers. And when he changed advertisers, the one that he's got has something to do – it's some relation of theirs has something to do with Google. Right. And they made some kind of a deal with Google, so – I'm sure Google paid him a, a crap ton of money because he, he was like one of the few um, conservative aggregators on online. And he was one of the oldest and most trustworthy, well, up until this point. It's like Mike Lee. Uh, and, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, I mean, like everything Senator Mike Lee. Yeah, exactly. Exactly like Mike. Well, he, he's Mike Lee if Mike Lee really worked. Um but, but there, yeah, there is an alternate site. There's an alternate site you can check out. There's several. Uh, but the one that I found that has the most material is whatfinger.com. That's W-H-A-T, whatfinger.com. It's a pretty good news aggregator, and they got, they got Drudge beat now. I mean, Drudge is out of business as far as I'm concerned. Uh, I don't have time for that, that kind of thing. I don't have enough time in the day. Uh, yeah, because so. it got to the point where it was like the, the Pete Buttigieg show. I mean, I every every time you got there, it, it was something about him, and it's like he's not that interesting, man. No, he's not. Uh, he's. And, uh, and I don't. I can't take him ahead. serious. I can't take the guy seriously. I mean, you know, we've gone so far away from the norms in this country. The country's screaming to get back to normal, and Pete Buttigieg is not the guy to get us back to normal. Uh, above yeah. and beyond and, and, his his lifestyle, above and beyond that, everything that he says is ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, he plays good in in Philadelphia. I mean, in uh, New York and in uh, California. Middle America will reject him in a New York second. So will South Carolina. Yeah, I mean, it, it, yeah, but my point is, Middle America, the flyover states or whatever they want to call them, they're the ones that do the election, and they ain't going to put up with that nonsense. No, I don't think so. I'm certainly not. Uh... I just uh, I find I find him rep- I find them all repugnant, including Tulsi Gabbard, maybe especially Tulsi Gabbard. But that's just me. Uh, let's go to Steve Bannon uh, is on the circuit these days, and he has some things to say about this uh, Trump impeachment situation. Uh, let's listen to him uh, with uh, Maria Baratiroma. 
now that this, let's see if it works. I want to bring in now former White House chief strategist Steve Bannon, the host of the new syndicated radio show and podcast, War Room Impeachment. And it is great to have you. Thanks for having me. Thanks so much for joining us, Steve. Congrats on the podcast. We'll talk about that later. But first, your reaction to what the Democrats did on Thursday, this vote to uh, move it forward. Well, here's what happened. You, you got to go back in time. The 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 fever was broken by Matt Gates. You had you had Lee Zeldin, you had Jim Jordan, you had uh, uh, Mark Meadows in the hearings themselves, saying every day that these weaponized tweets, these weaponized leaks that were coming out, that the president had done nothing wrong. They had, they had sat through all the testimony, and then Matt Gates, who's you know people think of him just as a populist firebrand, he's actually a brilliant strategist. He went down to the skiff to really show the American people because people were, weren't paying attention, that this was a star chamber. And after that, Nancy Pelosi had to call a first audible. Remember, the reason these numbers are, are, look the way they do, she had four weeks, right, of unmitigated time right. to, to just, to, to, you know, free shots on goal to go after the president with weapons. She's a master of political disinformation and political warfare. And that's what it was. When Gates went to the skiff, four days later, they realized they had a problem. The Washington Post, um, ABC poll shows that 65% of the American people don't believe these things should be done in secret. They want to have transparency. And that's why she was forced to call her first audible, which was this partisan vote that took place on Thursday. Yeah, but I mean, even now, I mean, like if Devin Nunes wants to bring somebody in to question him, he's got to get permission from Adam Schiff. So how is it, how are we moving into a, a situation where it's going to be fair if they can't even bring who they want to bring down to testify? Look, the whole due process, this thing is, un- you know, president did nothing wrong. This is all about a policy debate about American first national security policy, and it's unconstitutional, as David Rifkin laid out in, in that great uh, Wall Street Journal op-ed. The, the, what the American people are now going to come to this, because they're actually going to be the jury. The Senate's going to be the instrument, but the American people are going to weigh and measure here. They're going to demand, I think, no matter what games the Democrats play about who the witnesses are, they're going to demand. And I got to tell you, I think a witness, two witnesses that have to be called are Hunter Biden and Joe Biden. Joe Biden, this is about him as a constitutional officer. This is him as about vice president of the United States in Ukraine and in China. And he's going to have to answer, I think, to these panels exactly what he did about bringing American crony capitalism to already what is considered one of the most corrupt nations on earth and the most corrupt nation, as the Guardian newspaper says, in Europe. That, that, that's my point, though. Do you think Adam Schiff is going to say yes to bringing Hunter no, Biden down? He's, he's not. not but they're no, not going to no, be no. able to question No, that. but the firestorm, I think the American people are Look, yeah, 65, I, do, I agree with you about the American people. 65% of the American people are saying right now, we want transparency. We want to know what, what, ha- what really went on. The president, and this is what he's been saying for 10 days, forget process, substance, substance, substance. In the granularity of this, you're going to see that this is a debate over these bureaucrats. And I'm not questioning their patriotism, but they have a certain way they think the world rolls. That was upended in the 2016 election. Mm. The American people voted for for a new course, America First National Security Policy. Mike Pompeo said on Thursday, I think in a speech. Yeah, the Hudson Institute. He he said he didn't see anything wrong that the president's done that's not totally consistent with his policies of, number one, rooting out corruption, but more importantly, making 
making sure NATO and the European Union are allies. We're the central part of America first. And this is why the, 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 the is so against it. The president's saying we're no longer going to have protectorates. Mm. NATO's not a protectorate. They're an ally. The, the Gulf Emirates are not a protected ally. South China Sea, the Northwest Pacific. In the situation in Ukraine, one of the things he was doing is that the EU kind of started this, yeah. right, by forcing me- membership of Ukraine into the EU and actually talking about NATO membership. Where's the EU's money? If we're going to be given money for arms. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Where's the European Union? Where's NATO's money? And, And by the way, for a young stand up comedian who runs on an anti-corruption platform, Mm. the president of the United States is trying to sit there and try to make sure we don't have additional corruption. And the United States particularly hasn't brought the Biden type of corruption to to the Ukraine. So if Schiff is going to sit there and argue that Joe Biden is above the law, Hunter Biden is above the law, the Bidens have to be called. I tell you, Joe Biden is a hand grenade and Hunter Biden's the pin. And when that pin gets pulled, the shrapnel is going to blow back all over the Democratic establishment. Wow, but there's even more than that. I mean, we're going to speak with Congressman Jim Jordan coming up. We're going to speak with Mike. All right. So there it is, uh, ladies and gentlemen. And you're, you're going to hear something. Let me just get you ready for something here. Uh, there's a giant riff between Steve Bannon and uh, what's his name? Richard Stone. What's Stone's name? The guy that was in the news uh, with Alex Jones and Oh, I can't remember his name. Anyway, uh, you still there, Ward? Okay, I don't hear Ward in there, but uh, anyway, he's probably muted. Uh, don't know. Of course he was. <laughs> Richard Stone, right? Is that, is that his name? Yeah, that's that's what I'm going. I'm, I'm going, yeah, Roger Stone. Rocky Roger, Stone. Roger, there it is, Roger. Well, apparently, uh, Bannon is going to testify against him. Uh, there's a big rift between them. Bannon blames Stone. Uh, for being part of the force that eased him out of the White House. I don't know whether that's going to work. I'm just preparing you guys. Uh, I like Steve Bannon. Uh, I think he's a, a warrior, but I like Stone, too. So who knows? We'll see We'll see what happens on that one. Uh, now, there's another guy out here, and I have a little bit of history with this guy. Uh, his name is uh, Buck Sexton, and he's a former CIA guy, supposedly former all kind of stuff. And... Uh, I interviewed him on TV, actually on Spreecast, and his answers didn't really equal the CIA background to me. He couldn't, he couldn't name any uh, Muslim Brotherhood agents working uh, in Washington, and that kind of turned me off to the guy. But anyway, Tucker Carlson has him, and they're going to talk about uh, some of these things going on in the quote-unquote intelligence community. 
Impeachment is proceeding despite the weak case. Why is that happening? Because it's not really about the law. It's about permanent Washington trying to reverse an election result they hated from day one. Thank God for the deep state. (laughs) I mean, I think, you know, everyone here has seen this progression of diplomats and intelligence officers and White House people trooping up to Capitol Hill right now and saying, these are people who are doing their duty who are responding to a higher call. Two CIA veterans there. Buck Sexton once worked at CIA. He now hosts the Buck Sexton Show. And we're grateful always to have him on our set. So what do you make of that? Two former CIA executives, one ran the agency, right, Um, lauding the deep state. Well, I think he he mentioned progression, and it's been really interesting because the first deep state action against Trump, whenever you talk about it, this is the whole Russia collusion thing, people would say, there's no deep state, that's a slander, why would you even bring that up? And now that we have essentially the same playbook being run, enough people figured out there's a coincidence going on, there's something happening here. It seems like now the deep state is real and they wanted to come out and do what they can to stop this gentleman who is now entering the stage. So, I mean, the deep state is now something that they talk openly about and are actually rooting for in a sense. But not ironically. No, not ironically at all. I mean, you had Brennan come out and say, if you're within the bureaucracy, come forward and do what the whistleblower has done. More people, more people. They're putting out open calls now. If that's not some form of bureaucratic deep state talker, what is? What kind of distrust and paranoia is this engendering, sowing in this country? Well, it's going to affect future administrations, which I think people forget here. Anybody who comes into office now who's a Republican is going to have to think, are there going to be some left-wing ideologues who are leave behind from the previous administration, people that got higher up in the bureaucracy then, or are just careerists who have decided that, you know, presidents come and go, but the bureaucracy is forever. That's essentially a take on what the State Department's unofficial motto is, which is that they set policy, presidents just give speeches. We've seen a lot of that, particularly from the bureaucracy with this president. The fourth unelected branch of government needs to stop thinking that their judgment is more important and that their power should be used to override the judgment of the guy that we all actually voted for. And I kept saying, but I don't think this is a whistleblower. You know, this is uh, this is going to get interesting. I mean, this is something where the facts are all on our side, but man, the other side is so entrenched uh, that it's it, it makes you wonder what's going to happen. Uh, now, well, did you see? Did you see the the thing with that? Say that again. With the, <clears throat> excuse me. Go ahead. Never mind. <laughs> it was no. nothing. No, go ahead. That was nothing. Go ahead, Hodge. All right. Um, so I have the best clip. We have a guest coming up at the bottom of the hour, uh, but I have enough time to get this this clip in. This is the best clip of the night and maybe of the year. You remember uh, back in the Obama State Department, you had the two Barbie dolls that were the spokesmen. They were like in their early 30s or late 20s. One of them's name was Marie Harf, uh, and she moved over naturally uh, as part of the takeover of the Fox News Channel, her and uh, – uh, Bobo Brazil and, you know, whoever else is over there now. <laughs> Bobo Brazil. <laughs> you know, Chris Wallace, you know, all these. Anyway, I want you to listen to this guy. I think he's from somewhere in the U.K., somewhere in He's got an accent. His name's Steve Hilton. And I want you to listen to him light up Marie Harf on the same couch. They work together. And that's what you have now. That's why we shouldn't take it seriously. And further, these people inside the bureaucracy, the other thing they're doing is protecting Joe 
Biden. Don't forget she worked at the State allegation here <laughs> is against Joe Biden. He was in charge of Ukraine policy. He supervised billions of dollars of aid that went from the U.S. taxpayer to Ukraine. Much of that went to Burisma, a gas company that was paying his son. How much money did Joe Biden channel to his son's business. That's the corruption allegation. No one wants to explore that. These people are protecting against that. There's a further element of corruption that needs to be looked into. And again, something that Ukraine should investigate, which is John Kerry's corruption. He was Secretary of State at the time. He was also involved in channeling money to Ukraine. His former chief of staff was hired by Burisma soon after Hunter Biden went on the board. They hired John Kerry's former chief of staff, while he was secretary of state, paid him money from Burisma, could have come from the U.S. taxpayer. That money is circled back to Democratic senators who then write to the administration calling for more money to be sent to Burisma. Mm. All of that needs to be investigated. John Kerry's corruption. There is the you facts just, that I've Steve, just laid I out is the evidence. I worked at the State Department so then. So you're covering up the corruption too if I, you defend it. Are you... Are you These kidding are me? Facts. Billions of Steve, dollars. I'm on went this couch with you talking about the news. Please don't accuse me of covering something up. You are I'm because you're saying you, there's no evidence. I've just given I you the evidence. I was there and there's no evidence. The money went oh, from shit. the US commercial. This time it really is live. Uh, well Chairman as, uh, Schiff Mr. on the Hill. The Office of Management Budget. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was great. That was Jerry so Springer beautiful. Wow. I mean, he wasn't letting up either. One of those two is probably going to end up gone. You know, I don't know which one it'll be, but, man, he told the truth, and he told the truth about her trying to cover it up. And Fox News, you own that. Fox News is trying to cover it up. Well, yeah, they're going to do it. And, and the same thing with Bobo. You know, <laughs> it's it's kind of like they want to say, well, we have, you know, we're fair and balanced and we have – you know, these lefties. And, and now the lefties are outnumbering the righties, you know? I mean, between Chris Wallace, uh, uh, Hammer, even. I, I, don't, I don't like Hammer either, you know, and, and but but at least Geraldo, at least on this issue, seems to be starting to come around. I don't know if it's true or not. It's probably because of his proximity yeah, just, to Trump. Just, in, just until the next time he can... You know, yeah, yeah. yep, about the, the illegal immigration and they're keeping kids in cages, and et cetera, et cetera. Geraldo, shut up and go find you a safe. <laughs> right, go find a, a tomb or something. You know what else is starting to come out a little bit, Ward? Uh, this Ronan Farrow, who's the uh, son of Mia Farrow, and he kind of looks like Frank Sinatra a little bit. Uh, don't know how that happened, but <laughs> he's <laughs> he's coming out. sure. Sure don't look like Woody Allen. <laughs> no. <laughs> but this, uh, he keeps coming out uh, in different publications and different platforms saying that it's time to revisit Juanita Broderick's credible rape allegations against Bill Clinton. I mean, wouldn't that be a wonderful way to usher him off of this planet is have him die in prison somewhere? Dude, did you see him lately? Yeah. Oh, he looks terrible. I mean, That's he, why we got to hurry up. Like, yeah, gotta, <laughs> if you if you want to lock him up, you better hurry up. I know, right? It looks like the syphilis got hold of him. Oh, he does look like Al Capone fishing in the swimming pool. I mean, this guy, <laughs> he's something else. And I'll tell you, you know, I read a I read an article, probably one of the most uh, 
on the edge websites out there. And when I say on the edge, I don't mean like it's on the edge where you can't trust them. But they bring stories that are just loaded uh, with facts you can investigate. The American Thinker uh, had a column that made a pretty good case, a medical case, that Hillary Clinton has Parkinson's disease. I mean, and it, 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 it good. Yeah, definitely, it could be. I mean, the, the falling down. I mean, there's more than enough video of her falling down. Somebody catching her. The other thing too is, I, I'm wondering if she's having like some sort of seizures because there's times when she talks and she'll just start to stutter and like. That's what this article was about. Is. That's what this article yeah, was I about. Mean, that could be and it, it, it took every one of those, and this was a doctor. And it took every one of those instances, and he tied it to uh, symptoms of different stages of Parkinson's disease. I mean, uh, every every one. I mean, falling into the limo uh, when she looked up at the sky and the, when the lights kicked on and the thing with the yeah. iced tea she was drinking or whatever. Uh, it made a really good uh, point, you know. And, and I'm telling you, man, no holds barred because the problem is – is when you get like that, you start forgetting things, and your mind isn't working. You make bad decisions, and that's not what we can afford with a president. No, absolutely not. And they better use that. I mean, if if she does end up out there, it better be no holds barred by by DJT, and you know it's going to be. By the way, oh yeah, ladies and gentlemen, we're a year out. We're a year out tomorrow. Or today, if you go by 365 days. But we're a year out from the presidential elections. It's time to go to war, guys. It's that time. And I hope you're ready. It's going to be ugly. It's not going to be uh, all fun all the time. But we have to remember one of the most important things that we have to remember is we've got truth and we've got love of country on our side. And that's a pretty unbeatable combination if we can all get fired up. And not just about not just about the presidential election. Here in PA seventeen, I think it is, Connor Lamb's going down. I wish yeah, I had, he needs uh, to. we got a guy that's gonna run against him and he was a uh, an army ranger, badass. I mean this guy was a platoon leader of a platoon called the Outlaws that are famous in the Army for the things they huh. did. And he, and he was the boss. And I don't have his name here. I should. I'm sure it'll be in the chat room here shortly. I, I already talked to him via Twitter. We'll get him on the show. <clears throat> Just didn't get him on there yet. Uh, but, yeah, that, that's uh, really important. And I'm glad that that's developed, too, because it's needed, man. It is definitely needed uh, for us to get some of these uh, worthless House members and senators, for that matter, gone. Did you see only eighteen percent support Romney in the whole country? Eighteen well, percent. What what would make you think that they would? You know what I mean? I mean, he's he's completely useless. He's never, you know, he's never done what. I mean, granted, he won the, the nomination and whatnot, but he was a hold your nose candidate, man. I mean, they, they I. Won. I They've all been since since Reagan. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> all right, ladies and gentlemen, Elena Maria Lopez is an immigration fraud victim turned whistleblower. 
Lopez is a former political journalist and financial writer. She's also a lifelong Democrat. She was raised by a mother who ran all their regional domestic violence shelters in the pre-Vewa area. That's a Violence Against Women Act era. Lopez understands the issues and what's important to people living through them. Little did she know she would become a domestic violence victim fighting to give acts like the Violence Against Women Act real power to protect Americans as it should. Welcome to the program, Elena. I'm Hutch Bailey Jr. and my co-host, Ward Miller. Good evening. Welcome to Cold War Radio. Hello, Hutch. Hello, Ward. How are you? Oh, good doing yourself. Pretty good. Um, I don't know which is worse, me being a Democrat or a former political journalist. Don't hold it against me. <laughs> we won't. <laughs> we want to <laughs> hear your story. This is a, a serious story. I mean, uh, we're going to talk about the craziest immigration loophole you've ever heard of. Uh, but the Violence Against Women Act provides foreigners with fast-track green cards and citizenship when claiming their abuse or crime victims. Uh, explain uh, why this is important to you, Elena. Well, the problem is we decided to give them out without any kind of evidentiary standards. You don't need any kind of evidence. There's no investigations. There's no interviews. And Americans are barred from the process by law. So let's just throw due process out the window. Oh, and did I mention it waives all kinds of criminal activities? So if the foreigner was involved in voluntary prostitution, drug rights. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. They could even have like a fake identity, like all of these other kinds of crazy things. It waves all of these fraudulent activities and, and crimes, which is just unbelievable. Um, I mean, it sounds bizarre, doesn't it? You're like, who wrote this? Well, well, you mean to tell me? So we're going to say that that I'm an Ill, uh, I'm, I'm an illegal immigrant from where I'm from, Russia. I'm Russian, and so I decide that I'm going to. In order to get a green card, if I slap my spouse around mm-hmm. and and they complain, oh, no, it's the other way, right? It doesn't really matter what happens. It's whatever you say that happens because <laughs> they're not going to investigate it. And if you can't interview the American, hmm, are you really going to get to the root of what really happened? Oh, wow. That's, hmm. So, Elena, yeah, that, that's, ex- explain what happened uh in your specific case, uh, starting all this off? Well, I was dating a Dutch man for, you know, a year and a half, and I probably should have 
noticed that nine months into the mar- or into dating, he proposed, and I thought it was a real deal. My family thought it was a real deal, and even when I was ambivalent, my friends and my family talked into it because he was just such a nice, charming guy. And literally on the night before our second anniversary, he just it was like Jekyll and Hyde. A light switch went off, and everything just came running out. It was, I only married you for a green card, get out, <laughs> sign my papers. And when I went to um, a divorce attorney and said, and said, I'm not going to sign anything else, and I'm no longer going to be your sponsor, he became violent. Um, he pulled a rifle on me. He tried to strangle me. I had to flee my own home in the middle of the night. Um, police did nothing. Um, most of my family said I was just having a mental breakdown. Um, they didn't believe it at first, and so they started to see his behaviors change so drastically. And the one group of people that did believe me, they were the immigration investigators. They said, we see this stuff all the time. Wow. Um, but we can't do so anything it, about it. Is it like these, these people are coached that they know coming in that that's, you know, that all you got to do is bide your time for a little bit and then you can lash out and get your green card or whatever? You know, I mean, it, it, I guess... Or is there some advocacy group out there telling them, hey, if you want to get in and get a green card, this is how you do it? Uh, yeah, there's advocacy groups. Um, people share information within communities. Um, immigration lawyers and consultants pretty much coach them. Um, so they, they know how to do this, but the people that don't know what's going on are the Americans. And the only time we find out is when we're confronted at the tail end of the fraud and the government says, oh, yeah, this is rampant. It happens all the time. I'm like, I wish you would have told me before I actually signed those little papers with you. Well, you know what? I, I don't really understand this part. Maybe you can help me out. Sure. Uh, as a victim, you were almost killed mm-hmm. by your Dutch husband after right. you sponsored him into the United States. He, ad- he admitted marrying you for a green card and terrorized you to keep you quiet. The Department sure. of Homeland Security warned that he was dangerous but refused to enforce his fraudulent immigration status despite extensive other criminal activities, I guess you're going to tell us about. But instead, he became eligible for a special domestic violence green card? Correct. Help me out. Correct. So, Department of Homeland Security, my case was so bad, I had to hire a retired FBI agent during my divorce because he was still threatening me and all of a sudden, I was finding my financials weren't working out. There was oh credit in my name. The lease on my car had changed. There were just like a lot of bizarre things happening all at once. And that's what made me think, wait a minute, maybe I didn't really know this guy. And that's when I started finding out that he was involved in extensive criminal activities um, in his homeland, that he was involved in drug running, money laundering, his former boss um, had caught him embezzling. Uh, you know, he had been involved in car theft. He had, uh, this was a track record where I found an ex-wife that he had violently intimidated. So this was a pattern. Um, I was not the first person. I mean, he, I was the first person that he went to for immigration. But this type of criminal activity and intimidation was nothing new to him. And when we documented it, I documented it with a retired FBI agent. And my attorneys, when we went into the immigration office, they couldn't even take our sworn statements. 
and that was my first indication that he because had, you were because you were American. Yes, that was my first indication. This is crazy. I didn't really understand it. I didn't understand it at the time, but they kept turning us away. They would not even take our sworn statement. They wouldn't even take the receipt of the um, of our evidence. Oh, you know, and I'm walking in with like a retired FBI agent, and it's like we're sitting there like, what? What's going on here? We know how to collect evidence. And that was the first indication that he had claimed that I abused him. Because the second that he makes a simple claim, they cannot interview me. They cannot accept my evidence. Nothing from me or my family members. Ladies and gentlemen, let let me outline just how horrible uh, the Congress was under President Obama. Uh, Elena, you first discovered and raised the flag uh, on these kind of cases in 2012 with congressional leadership and administration officials, uh, lifelong Democrat, I mean friendly to the administration. But rather than close the dangerous loopholes, Congress and the president – now this was uh, – I, okay, the Congress and the president made them permanent in 2013. Correct. And it's still that and way I mean- today. Correct. And so it's like we had warned them and rather than because before this, the loopholes had to be reapproved every like reauthorized every year, every five years. I'm sorry. And um, after we gave them a warning, I mean, we had been warning them of, that they were victimizing Americans. But I first found the national security cases and clusters and that pattern in 2012. And they still ignored us. And by the way, I'm not going to lay this out on Obama. I'm going to lay this out on everybody. We had congressional Republicans and Democrats both turn their backs on us. And that's actually what I was what I was really getting at is that these are the right. people uh, that the globalists that want uh, as much immigration as possible. I mean, it's uh, it's really unbelievable. It, it's uh, it's sickening. Now this this card. It gets even worse, ladies and gentlemen. This unique type of green card uh, among the criminal element, uh, and probably, I mean, if you call illegal aliens criminals, but that's not who I'm talking about. I'm talking about people like Elena's ex-husband that were in organized crime and just wanted to get here because there were more customers here. Uh, But it's especially, this green card is especially coveted because it waives fraud it waives criminal activities and inadmissibility within the immigration process. And these green cards, listen to this, they can't be revoked even when flagged by national security investigators. Uh, have, well, you, have you gotten any uh, positive indications from anybody lately about this situation, or is it still the status quo uh, as it was back in 2012? It is still the status quo uh, as it was back in 2012. And for um, the, a Democrat to go to the Trump White House <laughs> says it all. <laughs> I mean, um, hey. I mean, the downside, the downside about the White House in the situation is that the turnover rate is so high. So when I met with a high-level government official, they were floored. They had no idea that these these loopholes existed, as well as the national security threats that they posed. And by the time I got them to notice, within three weeks, that person was out the door, you know. So um, 
Wow. That's the difficulty with the Trump administration, but they were the first one to really take it seriously. All right. So I guess the <laughs> what they're saying triggered this. And correct me if I'm wrong here, but this is the way I'm, I'm seeing it. Uh, your abuse was not signing his final immigration papers and reporting him to the feds. Uh, they claimed that uh, you subjected your foreign husband to extreme cruelty based on the Violence Against Women Act. The landmark domestic violence law has become the easiest way for criminals and fraudsters to get fast-track green cards and U.S. citizenship. I guess my question is, throughout your uh, travels here in, uh, concerning this issue, have you identified other cases uh, where the perpetrator has uh, taken this route? Oh, yeah. And, I mean, I've, I've been helping other victims for years because when I was going through this, I spent so much on legal fees just trying to protect myself. Um, physically protect myself. This person has tried to strangle me, pulled a firearm on me, has threatened to kill me if I ever go to the feds or jeopardize his immigration status. So, um, you know, I was really out there on my own without any resources. And when I started finding other cases that had similar track records of fraud, I acted as an advocate and a resource to them. And I literally just tripped over a set of cases that looked a little too similar to be, you know, to be a coincidence. And they all involved the same country of origin, and they used this as a way to bypass background checks. And then they quickly all targeted military with high-level security clearances. So, um, yeah, I've I found I found far too many cases like this. So, I mean, the fact that the FBI called me. Um, in late 2016, and the fact that I made it to the White House. They don't care about, you know, some jilted spouse or something like that. I would have to have something serious in terms of track records, in terms of patterns that affect national security to even get in the door, you know. That should say it alone. Well, is there, is there a group or, um, I, I guess, a, 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 a anything that people can you know, look into and contribute to, you know, like, uh, like cancer victims, you know, have a, a support group or whatever. Is there like a group for, for people like this that can get together maybe, you know, somehow raise their voices up and start off with like a, a support type group and, you know, yeah. get enough yeah. to, you know, shake, shake the world, man. That's how you got to do it. But yeah. is there a group was- like that now? There is. There actually is a group called the Victims of Immigration Fraud. And you can go to my website. I, you're going to laugh because I have the easiest website name in the world. Just think New Jersey, Yo Lopez. <laughs> Yo Lopez. <laughs> um, the easy name for my site is YoLopez.com um, or ImmigrationFraud.com. And I have a resources page. And for years, I was kind of acting as like a de facto group or kind of, you know, a center for some of the activity going on, but also a group called Victims of Immigration Fraud, which is also linked up on my page, has been getting involved as well to not only help um, victims 
uh, through their Facebook page and get them good information. But we also lobby together regularly to kind of confront uh, congressional members and say, look, guys, you need to get your act together and start protecting American constituents rather than the needs of foreign nationals. Now, Elena, one of the the things that we do on this show uh, is we call a pig a pig. And two plus two must always equal four, and that and that and that means that we don't protect the administration uh, when it's not warranted. And I know that you can't discuss this in any kind of detail, uh, but it appears uh, that the Trump administration, not necessarily the president himself, but somebody like you said, the turnover is so high. Uh, but apparently. Uh, they did something with your private information that wasn't really uh, equaling four, uh, to say, to, so to speak. Yeah. I'll, <laughs> let, you go as, I'll let you go as far yeah. as you want, or you can end it, and, and I won't say anything else. I can't talk too much about it, but what I can say is within the last two to three years, I've been summoned twice by Department of Homeland Security investigators to submit evidence, and I was warned that I was in serious danger and that I needed to update my safety plan, okay? So I'll kind of lay it out that way. Jesus. And that is actually after the state of New Jersey already put me in hiding for my safety, okay? That kind of... Explain that to the the extent that you can. uh, Explain that, your current current status. That I can tell you. Yeah, um, they considered my case to be so bad that they put me in hiding, almost like a witness protection for like some of the most serious like crime victims. Um, and I've been warned within the last 18 months by Homeland Security investigators that I needed to update my safety plan, and they considered to me, me to be in imminent danger. Um, and then after that happened, guess what? Um, the Department of Homeland Security released my private information over the Internet and to media organizations. Unreal. So, I mean, basically, the Department of Homeland Security further compromised the safety of a crime victim in hiding, put in hiding for her safety, and a woman that even its own investigators fear is an imminent danger. So, um, you know, that just blows me away. (laughs) It does, and, and that, that, that that sounds like uh, bureaucrats at work. I, I would imagine, but uh, hopefully the right people hear about it and, and, and take some action. Uh, I appreciate you coming on the program. Uh, any final thoughts you'd like to, to talk to the audience about, and uh, any organization, website, or whatever that you'd like to call out? Please do. You can just go, um, you know, honestly, it really gets down to the point. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere 
and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I mean, in what nation would it be domestic violence to ask feds for help or report a criminal act? You know, and that is what makes me supposedly an abusive spouse. So, I mean, it's clear that these domestic violence and immigration loopholes need to be just rewritten from scratch. They need to be thrown out and rewritten from scratch to start all over. And I think we need to challenge uh, congressional members and the president to do as such. I don't care whether they're Republican or Democrat. They're all equally guilty in terms of not protecting their own constituents. Instead, they're providing backdoor amnesties for foreign nationals to get legal citizenship, basically. Well, we certainly feel for you, and I hope you stay safe and pay attention to your surroundings. Uh, you know, uh, situational awareness is what we call it in the military. But uh, thanks for yeah. coming on the program, Elena, and good luck. Thank and you. Please, uh, um, and if people want to know more, just go to immigrationfraud.com or yolopez.com. Or elenamarialopez.com. Yeah, that's uh, a long name. Just in <laughs> Jersey. Yo, Lopez. Yo, yo, yo Lopez. <laughs> thank you so you much, Lena. Very good evening. You thank too. you so much. Yep, thank you for coming on. Take it easy. Looking for an alternative place to find news and opinion? How about conversing with fellow patriots? Join us Monday, Wednesday, Friday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific for Cold War Radio. You will find it at www.spreaker.com or in the Spreaker app. Search for Cold War Radio and you will find it. Since I've been listening, I have met some terrific patriots and learned quite a lot about current events that the mainstream media will never tell you. Please come and join us. Be inspired. You will feel right at home in our speaker chat room. One American News Network, your leading source for the latest breaking national and international news. With nearly four times as many headlines as the other networks. Straight news, no speculation, no opinion. Just the facts. Complete coverage 24 hours a day, seven days a week. One America News Network, your source for credible news. The very First Amendment in the Constitution of the United States of America gives us the freedom to express our opinions and ideas in many ways. Speech can be weak, speech can be strong. Speech can be words, speech can be song. Speech can breed love, speech can breed hate. 
Speech can be poor. Speech can be great. There are so many things that speech can be. But above all else, speech must be free. This message is brought to you by the NAB Education Foundation, the Broadcast Education Association, McCormick Foundation, and this station. Would you like to voice your patriotism without the threat of being censored or shadow banned? Would you like to contribute to wounded veterans but don't know how? Would you like to communicate with like-minded conservatives without being trolled? If you answered yes, then Red Elephant, rdelephant.com, is for you. Red Elephant is the new social media platform that will not censor or shadow ban you, and a portion of your sign-up fee goes directly to the Wounded Warriors Project, rdelephant.com. Well, let, let, me, let me say this, and, and this, I don't care about being popular or whatever. The first thing you got to do is you got to study and understand who you're up against. And you must realize that this is not a religion that you're fighting against. You're fighting against a theopolitical belief system and construct. You're fighting against something that's been doing uh, this thing since 622 A.D., 7th century, 1,388 years. You want to dig up Charles Martel and ask him why he was fighting the Muslim army at the Battle of Tours in 732? You want to ask the uh, Venetian fleet at Lepanto why they were fighting a Muslim fleet in 1571? You want to ask the Christian, uh, I mean, the, the Germanic and Austrian knights, why they were fighting at the gates of Vienna in 1683. You want to ask people what happened at Constantinople and why today is called Istanbul because they lost that fight in 1453. You need to get into the Quran. You need to understand their precepts. You need to read the uh, the Surah. You need to read the Hadiths. And then you can really understand this is not a perversion. They are doing exactly what this book says. And I want to close. I want to close by saying this, and I, and I think we have we have said this all through this morning so far. Until you get principal leadership in the United States of America that is willing to say that, we will continue to chase our tail because we will never clearly define who this enemy is, and then understand their goals and objectives, which is on any jihadist website, and then come up with the right and proper goals and objectives to not only secure our republic but to secure Western civilization. Thank you. not attempt to adjust your radio. There is nothing wrong. We have taken control as to bring you this special show. We will return it to you as soon as you are grooving. All right, so let's go directly to the left coast and welcome Sean to the program. Hello, Sean. What's going on? Hey, Hutch. How are you guys doing on the show? Doing good. What's Pretty up? good, yeah? Well, I've been doing exactly... Uh, exactly what we've been doing uh, to look into candidates in my area. Uh, so far, I only got to know, I only know a few of them. Uh, we all know one of them in my area, Congre- uh, Congressional District 49, is Mike Levin, the Democrat, and Nancy Pelosi was here to support him and give that leftist communist crap. 
<laughs> we also have Mara Borden, a Republican. I do not know that person. I don't know if it's a he or she. I will have to look into that more. So, did you uh, did you did, did you do what I what I suggested to you and look to your local Republican Party? It's probably not much. It's probably like mine here. It's got a website that looks like it was made in nineteen ninety. Nineteen eighty three. Yeah, you've seen the website, I guess. Yeah. But uh, uh, have you done that yet? Because uh, especially, no, I have not. Especially have not at your, especially at your age. Uh, I'll, I'll just explain a little bit about politics. Uh, you could go in there and work right now, and they'd love to have you. When it, when you go in to the like, I go to uh, uh, I don't want to call it a suburb, but a city, the city of Green Tree that's right uh, borders on Pittsburgh is where my Republican Party is. And I mean, the, the people that work there are young. I mean, real young, like twenty. Uh, so it might be a, a way for you to really get into it. I'm, I'm just suggesting that. But if there's anything near near you, I don't know if there is or not. Uh, not anymore. The, they've moved a lot of them over to San Diego area, which I'm not going down there. No, Ooh, no, 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 no. What about your county? Your, which, what county are you in? I mean, you don't have to tell I'm me. In, you don't have to tell everybody, but I'm just saying that's where that's where it would be, at your county seat. I'm in the north county of San Diego, more of the... Uh, Camp Pendleton area. That, that's as far as I'm going to go. Oh, okay. Um, but anyways, back to the candidates update. Uh, I do have one in particular candidate that I'm looking into a lot, Brian Marriott. He's running for the Congressional District of 49. And he's been endorsed by, um, oh, God, what, what's his name? He's the former congressional Republican here. Um, Daryl Issa. Daryl Issa. Okay. Didn't really much, I, didn't I heard know, he I wants know. to come back. I heard that he I, wants to come back. He's starting to think about uh, something out there. I don't know. Um, as far as I remember, he was kind of a rhino kind of. Absolutely. That's why he's not there anymore. Yeah, and I didn't like him too much. I didn't know. So when I, when I saw that with Brian Marriott being endorsed by this guy, I was like, uh-oh. But remember this. Good. Remember this, that any any Republican, especially in California, is better than a Democrat. And I say that I, I say that, and we have a Republican uh, Senate and House here in the state of Pennsylvania, and the average cost of gas is forty cents higher than everywhere else. So sometimes it doesn't matter. True, that is true, and that's a, that's the sad part. You know that interview that you guys just did—that was awesome. Well, thank you. Thank you. That was a last-minute thing, too, buddy. I'm telling you. (laughs) I felt bad for that woman. Holy crap. I mean, for her to have the Homeland Security guys just sell her out. I mean, what? You know, that that should be like, there's a reason. There's a reason why it's called the deep state, man. I mean, the president, I remember hearing, I think it was Andrew McCarthy saying right at the beginning, uh, right after the president was inaugurated, uh, and and a whole lot of Republicans were against the president, the things he was doing, and I, I'm pretty sure it was Andrew McCarthy said, "Look, man, sometimes when you want to remodel the house, you got to break the furniture. You know, you got to tear some stuff up before it gets remodeled, and that's what he's doing, yep. and, and that's what uh, is all about. Her story is all about that. These people." Yep 
are making millions. They're looting the country. And I'm talking about Republicans. I'm talking about people like Justin Amash, Mitt Romney, uh, you know, John Cornyn, all of them. Pat Toomey. When you get get a, 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 I mean, they do the same thing with the foreign diplomats, right? You get diplomatic immunity. So basically, they can go kill somebody, run back to the consulate, and you can't touch them. Right. We give too much leeway to these, you know, to whether or not they're diplomats. It doesn't really matter. We have foreigners coming into our country, and they get more rights than we got. You know, they find out that, hey, all i got to do is marry somebody. I get my green card. I slap them around. I get a green card. And it's not even just a regular green card. It's a get-out-of-jail-free green card. Man, that is a bizarre story. What a bizarre. I can go just be a total maniac, and nothing can be done to me. It's nuts. It's absolutely crazy. I uh, Like I said, I got the paperwork for this interview about, what, an hour before the show? More than two hours? Yeah, pretty I, I don't yeah. think I had it much longer. <laughs> and I'm, I'm looking at this thing, and I'm going, wow, man, this story's crazy. You know, and I was actually uh, researching it and as I was asking her questions, you know, and it was like, wow, how, how did we get here? I mean, she's in witness protection in New Jersey. You know, uh, it, maybe, it's crazy. Maybe you shouldn't have said that. Well, she Uh-oh, said it. Yeah. She Careful. said it first. She said it. Uh, I'm, but, I was just teasing, man. Yeah, I know. But she's she's well, good. She sounds like she's I got only her head screwed. That's, that's no, the only right. thing I could. I mean, just wow. That's right. All right, Sean. Thanks for calling, man. New week ahead. Oh yeah. All right. Yeah, stay so, safe from the fires, brother. Sean from California, Ooh. ladies and gentlemen, a regular caller on the show. All right, let's uh, get back to this a little bit. Uh, a left coast mayor uh, from Port Angeles, Washington, has called for the removal. <laughs> this is at a Veterans Memorial Cemetery, ladies and gentlemen. And on the front gates of the Veterans Memorial uh, Cemetery in Port, or it just says Veterans Memorial, at Port Angeles, or Angeles, Washington. The leftist mayor has called for the removal of armed soldier silhouettes. Now, let me just uh, get you to visualize this. This is the silhouette of a the silhouette of a guy holding a gun and a woman, and a a woman, a man and a woman, I think. But it's like a wrought wrought iron gate, you know, the big old majestic gates, and somebody. You know what though. That what? if it's if it's a if it's a, a cemetery like a, a federal cemetery, that's federal land, and he has no jurisdiction whatsoever. I don't have any of that information. I just thought it was bizarre that uh, oh, and, and, bizarre. And, and this is what I mean by Americans are screaming for getting our normalcy back. I mean, you can't have a picture of. <laughs> What do you think veterans are, ladies and gentlemen? You think they carry mailbags? You know, Mr. <laughs> Ward, this reminds me of a story. This is the best, and this is just ad-libbing here because we're professionals and we can do that. Uh, but I was at I was at an airport, uh, or an, uh, I might have been in the immigration uh, screening process coming back from Iraq, but there were some young soldiers with me. Uh, not affiliated with me. We were just all lumped in here, and I'm listening to them. 
Uh, and these are combat soldiers. Not that I wasn't a combat soldier, but I was a CW4, and I was protected. I was very protected when I was in Iraq just because of my position. Uh, so I won't sit here and act like, oh, my God, the combat was horrible. I'm not doing that. But these guys were living it, right? And yep. the Army has a, a like a backpack type of device, and it's called an assault pack, right? And these mm-hmm. young guys carry them, and, you know, when you go into combat, it's called an assault pack for a reason. And <laughs> the guy's telling the story to his buddy, and he said, man— I went through the line at the airport. I think we were in Atlanta. I went through the line at the airport, and they said that my assault pack uh, alerted for C4. Duh! (laughs) (laughs) I got such a kick out of that, man. It was like, you dumbasses, man. Of course it's going to alert for C4. He's blowing shit up. You know? Oh, my God. That's how you breach the wall, man. I'm telling you, man. It's it's like, uh, it's ridiculous. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Uh, the, the way these people uh, go nuts. Uh, so there's a shock pullout right now. Let's talk about Fox News a little bit, Ward. Fox News is bleeding out right now, oh, in my absolutely. opinion. I mean, bleeding out. You kids are just like any other millionaire's kid. You can't keep the fortune for more than three generations. You either shoot it up your veins or you throw it away the way they're doing Fox News right now. Uh, what a shame. Fox News shock poll. Hillary Clinton beats Trump if she runs. By the way, Fox had Hillary up four points on Election Day. Don't forget that. Don't listen to any yeah. of this stuff, ladies and gentlemen. I'm telling you, take Fox off your off your list. I'm, I'm just saying. Yeah. I mean, I, no, you're absolutely right. I mean, because this is the second time they've come up with the, one of these polls that's all skewed, and then it comes out later that, oh, by the way, we took a bad sampling, or what was the other excuse? Uh, we had more Democrats in the sample than we had expected. And, you know, it's like, come on, man. Here's the deal. If Fox News, if anybody at Fox has a brain in your head, there isn't a conservative television station, I mean, other than uh, OANN. But for the most part, you guys have the, the market cornered on conservatives. So all you had to do was just stay true to your base 
and you could have made bank. You were the you had number you had the number one rating overall anyway because of why. And, and, and just a just a shout out to all the rest of the networks. One of you guys could make money for a change. Just tell the truth. That's all you got to do. I mean, that was yeah, just that'd be, be that'd be shocking. That was just the beginning of the story. Uh, Fox News pushes fake impeachment poll. Forty nine percent of those questioned. You know, they had a poll that said that you know more than fifty percent of the people. Uh, wanted President Trump impeached. And they've been pushing this poll. They pushed it tonight on Brett Baer. 49% of those questioned were Democrats, Ward. Only less than 30% 30 of people in America call themselves Democrats. Well, the thing is, the the pollsters have gotten to the point where they figured that we can tell you whatever, you know, we'll just get a, a thousand people, whatever. We'll make them all Democrats. We'll make them vote the way we want them to. And then we're going to come out and say, hey, they voted. This is what it is. And the American people are going to buy it. Well, we quit paying attention to polls in 2016. We learned that the polls don't mean a damn thing. And so just because somebody's up in the polls doesn't mean they're going to win. And just because somebody's down in the polls doesn't mean they're going to lose. Right. President Trump was way down in the polls on election day. To, but it tells you it tells you that. It tells you the corruption of the pollsters too, and as we get oh, closer, yeah, as we and get closer, because they have the media to back them up. One lies, and the other one swears to it. <laughs> and as we get closer, if you go to the conservative treehouse, uh, Sundance is a very astute uh, investigator of the origins of polls, and you can see what a game it is when he starts telling you. Who owns that polling company? Who owns that polling company? You know, it, it's pretty uh, it's pretty fake, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. It yeah. really is. But we're not done yet uh, because if you extrapolate the results from Fox News's fake poll and you portion it out properly to the appropriate amount of Republicans, Democrats, and independents, uh. of Americans, that is, Republicans and independents, are against Trump's impeachment. Only Democrats, 30%, are for it. And that that tells you just about all you need to know. Well, here's the other thing, too. I mean, they can tout the poll. They can jump up and down. They can do whatever. The impeachment thing is Nancy shooting herself in the foot. She just sacrificed a whole bunch of freshmen they're not going to be reelected. They're going to get destroyed. Any anybody that had, you know, had been in a close race or in a in a region that Trump won the first time, you ain't going to win again. So all those co- congressmen that voted against Trump, they better have their 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 you know congressional Ooh. district locked up. Because they're going to get destroyed. No, I agree. Twenty twenty. I, I absolutely agree. And uh, have you noticed what's going on in New York City lately? I mean, I yeah. Jesus, it, I'm glad it, I don't live there. Yeah, it's a, it's an abomination. I mean, the the Blasso is terrible, and Cuomo is just as bad. It's just the same as it is here, except you know. 
it hasn't gotten to but the, the people, state of New York. The, yet. the people that live there, I'm talking about in the city, a Democrat Party leader, Ocasio-Cortez, tweeted out her support for the lawless F the police protesters in New York City. I mean, there were suspects there, and they're being sought right now after an NYPD squad car was covered in burning trash, eggs, and rotten food. And there was also a an effort in New York to uh, enforce the law and to get people uh, to stop stealing rides uh, on their subway system. You know, they hopped the turnstiles, and the cops said, you know what, we're going to stop this. And hundreds of people showed up, and, and I'm going to play a clip uh, and this is uh, not completely uh, about the subway system, but it is part of the same trend that's going on. Now, I'm going to warn you, ladies and gentlemen, there is profanity in this clip uh, to the extent where I'm going to add the explicit tag to the show. But it was too many explicit expletive deleteds to delete or to beep out. So I made a decision to play this clip. And again, I'm so, going to give you I'm going to give you time if the word if the f word makes you nauseous, then turn your radio off right now. But I want you to listen to the vitriol of New York City residents, New York City communists, millennials, and their hatred of their own law and order and their own police. Hey, All right, I warned you. Go ahead. What? Hey, Hutch, uh, real quick before you do that, I just want to point out, we're getting the express the explicit tag, and it's not my fault. Right. right. Okay, go ahead. There we go. All right. It was a conscious decision. Uh, you've had time to turn it down. Here we go. to be killed. That was that. This was about two dollars and seventy-five cents. They wouldn't have cops standing outside of all the subways paying for that. This is about keeping people in poverty and keeping people under oppression. Take it to the streets and fuck the police, no justice! 
Wow, Ward, you know, we got a couple callers on the line, but uh, I got to tell you, we're suffering through a period of peace. We've got too much peace and too much food. Every single one of those gutless wonders would just, I mean, what's going to happen if they get held up? The first thing they're going to do is call the cops. That's right. They're the biggest bunch of damn hypocrites there ever was. They're, They're cowards. And, you know, this whole, you know, F the police, blah, 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 blah. And, and that's the part that kills me. They're anti-gun. None of them have a gun. But yet they're going to F the police. And, uh, it's ridiculous. And, and most of them were white, too. I'll tell you that. Uh, not all of them, but most of them. Let's go to Eugene and welcome Marlene. You were up first. Hello. Hey, that's my word. Hey, how you I'll doing? Tell you, those, fine. Those people, God dang, they have, they have a very tiny vocabulary. They do. Well, they got a very tiny mind. Do you think I was... a tiny mind, you can only do so many things. And that's why they do a lot of stuff in songs, so they can remember what they're supposed to be saying. Exactly. So I didn't didn't really want to play it. I I thought about it for a while. That's okay, though. But I I wanted to show the vitriol, man. I mean, these people are living in, in a time where you don't even have to use a phone book. You don't even have to unfold a map on the hood of your car right. to figure no, out where you're like going. You right. Exactly. You know, it's it's bizarre. And, it, it, uh, yeah. Speaking of New York. You know what else? Before, before, before just for a second, before uh, I let you go, uh, before I let you go, you know what I thought of when I looked at those spoiled people in New York City? I thought of the people in Hong Kong, the people that are really fighting against real bullets. And I thought, right, you people right. are pussies, man. You look at these people that are really fighting for their freedom. You've got too much freedom. You know, they ought to send you to military school or something. Good. It, it, it's an That's extreme first world problem. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But uh, anyway, uh, another thing, you probably saw this. Virginia, New York, old good old uh, de Blasio, he said he wants to send all his homeless all over the place. <laughs> the homeless he created. Excuse me. Yes. Well, yeah. Well, they just That's announced exactly. this morning that uh, Apple was going to give like two, two and a half billion dollars to help the homeless yeah. problem. It, money's not yeah. going to be the fix, man. You can throw all the money it's at you want. You know, you want all over the place, all over you, the country. You, you want to know, you know how to fix the homeless problem? Open the mental hospitals back up. That's yeah, how you fix a homeless idea. problem. That's how you fix it. And Trump yeah. knows it. Yeah. Trump knows it. Yeah, of course. We knew it for 200 years. Yep. You know what I mean? And then we decide, well, you know, maybe yeah. that's not working. We'll just let everybody out and let everybody yeah. out. And then we wonder why they're well, living under bridges. We'll, we'll let all no the kidding. crazies roam free. Just like Eugene in Salem. Yeah, it's like everywhere. But uh, anyway, no kidding. Switching gears a little, um, we're talking earlier about Hillary and uh, how they would, were talking about how the fact that she might have uh, Parkinson's. Yeah. I was thinking, you know, I live with, my husband's got Parkinson's. And so, you know, what happens is your mobility freezes. And uh, you as a person, you sort of freeze. 
and it, sometimes it affects your speech, and it can um, it just affects everything. And well, that some of the, you know, when she's falling over, well, that's why she's her mobility shot falling over she can't stand up that freeze that you're talking about was what they uh, talked about when she fell into the limo i'm sure you probably read the article on american thinker that i'm talking about yes i did it's been a while back but yeah i did well could that also be could that also be tied to her cough could that also be tied to her cough uh actually as strange and weird as that sounds yeah the cough, okay. to me, sounded like something that I had when I came back mm-hmm. from Iraq. When I came back from Iraq, several years after I came yeah. back from Iraq, I'm not sure. I got, technically, I don't know if the cough really would, but I got contracted in Vietnam. I can relate to it because <laughs> I live with it all. I live with it all day long. I got know, whoop, I, I got whooping cough. One, I got whooping cough one time, and it lasted yeah. a, a month or so. And I, I'm going to tell you what that was. Uh, Sounded like the same thing Hillary Clinton had, man. I'm telling you what I had to. Yeah. One time I had to leave a meeting with a general because I couldn't Ooh. control my cough, man. I mean, it was like a oh, no, a cool. month. Of, it was a month of hell. I'm I'm uh, vaccinated against it now, but I didn't even Good. know what it was back then. You know are. what I mean? I didn't even know what it was, but it's. Uh, yeah. I asked I've my doctor. It, but I never got it. I asked my doctor. I said, "Well, what is whooping cough?" And she said, "It's." You want to blow your brains out, cough, and that oh is what it is. That is what I had. I totally believe you. That sounds horrible. It was like, man, this has got to stop. Finally, it stopped, and then, but you know, and I found out what it was. But yeah. she could have more yeah. than one thing. I mean, if your if your immune system is compromised, you you're you're open That's to all kinds of things. You you could be, yeah. I mean, it couldn't. It might be Parkinson's. It could be epileptic seizures. Who knows? But what with Maybe her? Give her to syphilis. <laughs> no. Bill, Bill never touched that. Bill hasn't touched that since the seventies, man. Come on. Uh, all right, uh, Marlene. Thanks for calling. I got some other callers on the line. I know. Appreciate you calling. All right, Ken King George, you're up. Hey, what's going on? Hey, you were talking about New York. New York and, uh, prompted me to think about that idiot up there, uh, Alec Baldwin. Oh yeah, it was just down here. Now, what the hell does he have anything to do with Virginia? Do you know what they're doing? You know what they're doing to your state? You know where the money's coming from? Gun gun control groups. Oh, yeah. That's who's financing the the, the attack on Virginia's Republicans is coming from gun grabbers. Virginians, you better wake the hell up. That is on its way. I'll just know that I got to wake up at like 4 in the morning to go work at home tomorrow, so. There you go. That's right. You're a captain or whatever. Right. Man, Sammy, God um, bless you. Uh, they usually throw me in as a security officer down here. Uh, I maintain law and order, I guess. Or Good for you. Told by the, as I was told by the chief the last time, I need to smile some more because <laughs> I was you're, intimidating some of the voters. You're like me, man. So I, like, I, I go around. I walked. I'm, I'm five foot seven, right? But I'm 200 pounds, so I, you know I got a little ass behind me. But I walk down the street. I just look. People get out of my way, man. They don't even walk near me. They walk cause just because of the look. My wife gets on me all the time about that. It's like, hey, man, well, it's a, this is survival instinct, man. It's worked well over the years. Well, they're predicting down here in King George County. So our sheriff uh, Dempsey just retired last year. 
so the gentleman that he appointed to take his position is, is running. And then we also have a retired state police officer who's also looking to run. But the the guy that's in the, you know, doing the job right now, he seems to be a little bit more, you know, I mean, he's already doing the job, doing a great job at it. But this other guy, he seems, you know, I've met him a couple times at like a farmer's market, and he seems too much more like a polished politician type. Right. And I'm like, yeah, dude, you're not getting my vote. You know, <laughs> and, and, and I and I hear both sides of it, you know, yeah, you know, you got this good old boy network down here. I mean, it's, it's a small town, you know, and everybody's, you know, we, we need to change. But, you know, but yeah, I, I've already voted. Two weeks ago, so uh, you know that, that I know where all my my books are going. Well, what's know? our what's our choice, Ward? We basically our our main choice is we get to decide whether we keep a Democrat district attorney or, or vote for one that's independent. Uh, yeah, I don't see a whole lot of other things that are. I mean, there's an independent running against Fitzgerald, I guess, but uh, I'm just going to go out vote- there. I will vote against every incumbent. Uh, that's what I'm going. That's what I'm going to do too. I'll, I'll write in uh, Boris Yeltsin or something, you know, because I know it's not going to make a difference. But uh, <laughs> he's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ken. What else is going on, man? I'm get, I'm getting ready to play the funniest clip you ever heard. You want to stay well, okay, on? Or- so you, you just played all that and all the people up there in New York, you know, chanting and chanting and chanting. They need to step the game up a little bit because most of these other people in D.C., when they're out there marching and chanting stupid shit, yeah, um, they got a drummer. <laughs> I didn't hear a drummer. Yeah, they need something to keep them in time because you can That's see true. where they're drifting. They were off. They you know, were, did saying, you like that? Step the game up a little bit. Did you like that three-way, three-way idiot freaking circle? We must, we must, we must. <laughs> make sure that make sure that moves. It's like you people are idiots, man. See, then they needed a drummer. That's that's they all did. they needed. They they should have had a drummer. Well, and they were stealing and they were stealing lines from other other chants too. The, the one was from the Black Lives Matter parades, you know. So it's like they, they can't. They're not even original. That goes back to what Marlene said about them being tiny minded because they can only remember chants, and they're it's like this isn't even from us, but it doesn't matter. We don't want yeah. vaccinations. Right. All, the they need, all, all they need is a little bit. Of, all they need is a little bit of drum beats. Down with the establishment. NYPD sucks. Ugh. You know what I mean? It's ridiculous. All right, hey Ken, thanks for calling, brother. And stand You're not by. Chanter there, Hutch. And listen, listen to this clip because <laughs> this clip's going to be good. Uh, Ken from King George, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, one of our favorite callers. All right, now, you guys ready to laugh? You ready to I'm laugh? I'm always ready to laugh, Hodge. Now, the world's on fire. Baghdadi's dead. The president of the United States is being falsely and illegally uh, under scrutiny for impeachment. Iran has increased its plutonium or nuclear material uh, development, but... This is CNN, a network of Turner Broadcasting System. 
Everybody makes spelling mistakes. All right, everybody does. I do, everybody does. But on Twitter, Donald Trump makes a lot more of them than most people. Just this week, he misspelled Republican and unfair. But those are hardly the worst examples. We have seen countless absurd spellings from the commander-in-chief. He is called showbiz shoebiz. There's hamburgers. There's the uh, smocking gun. There's a lot of these, even misspelling his wife Melania's name. And he's been ridiculed for it by late-night comics. Uh, I think you got a couple of typos on that shirt. No, this was taken verbatim from one of your tweets. Therefore, it's correct. That's the thing. Death of truth, right? It's actually not that funny. I know English teachers are horrified by the president's poor form. Lots of other people are embarrassed by it, too. But I've never seen anyone do a comprehensive study of his spelling errors or look at what they mean. So... That's where FactBase comes in. FactBase is this excellent website that has every single word the president says, some other politicians as well. It looks at all of Trump's tweets, even the deleted ones, for this database of typos and other screw-ups. So we gave President Trump the full benefit of the doubt. These researchers only counted true misspellings, homophone swaps, and incorrect multi-word phrases. So here's what the researchers found. On average, Trump makes a spelling error at least one out of every five days. And since taking office, he's made at least 188 of them total, more more than 188 spelling errors on Twitter. Now, what do we compare this to? Let's take a look at Trump's family members to compare to. uh, Let's take a look at the 2020 Democratic candidates as well and just see how Trump compares. Well, this says it all. Someone like Andrew Yang, 14 mistakes. Bernie Sanders, three misspellings. Obama, zero. This is during the time since Trump took office. Donald Trump Jr. tweets a lot, so he said 90 mistakes. But generally, all these politicians, they get it right. They're careful. They pay close attention to what they're tweeting. President Trump is really the the odd man out on this with constant misspellings on his feed. But it hasn't always been this way. Look, in 2015, only 18 misspellings, only 18 errors. But there's been a huge spike since he took office. Of course, if you can't get the small stuff right, people worry about the big stuff. And he gets and a he lot of the small the things small wrong. Stuff. Look, the word he misspells most often is counsel, as in White House counsel or special counsel. Uh, FactBase found some other frequent misspellings, too, like Barack Obama misspelling Barack, maybe thinking of Tom Barack instead. Uh, there's others as well. Capitol Hill, he gets wrong a lot. Uh, there's a lot of these absurd errors Barack's that happen all the time. Name. Maybe Trump it's Barack because nobody ever heard of a Barack. Uh, this is exactly. missing a difference in these words. So these are some of the most frequent misspellings that we found. Uh, this is, of course, who can forget Kofifi and all of those. Uh, here's Trump's numbers up against Obama's, just to give it into perspective here, because, again, everybody makes mistakes. Obama's uh, Obama smart. started tweeting in, uh, Trump started tweeting in 2009. Dumb. Obama started tweeting in 2012. If you compare their errors since joining Twitter, Trump has made 358 of those spelling mistakes, those errors. Uh, Barack Obama, four. Four. Because Barack Obama. We could all use a proofreader, right? Is the one. I think President Trump could because use he did. two or three The anointed. Can you believe they did a three-and-a-half-minute piece on Absolutely, CNN? I, I mean... Dude, Brian Stelter hates... I mean, everybody at that network... I mean, uh, uh, what's his name? O'Keefe already proved that everybody at CNN already hates the president. They're told they have to in order to work there. So... It, it it shouldn't shock you that Brian Stelter, it's like, okay, I, I got to find something. What, what can I do? Hey, Zucker, here, here, here's, here's something. Here's a great idea. It's all the Twitter typos that Trump had. What about that? Run with it. All right, right there we go. Now, <laughs> ladies, on, la- 
Ladies and gentlemen, I want to give you a sincere thank you uh, for choosing Cold War Radio uh, because uh, most everybody else is actually, I don't know if it's over yet, it's got to be close, uh, watching the Trump rally. Uh, and, and I have to reflect back to the rally in Tupelo, Mississippi. If you remember, uh, we brought you information about the rally prior to that. Shit, I don't even remember where it was. Uh, from uh, the campaign chair uh, for the Trump re-election campaign. But uh, at the Tupelo rally, 27%, 27% were Democrat. 20% were, yeah, black, I, were black. 24% were sideline voters. They never voted before. This is going to be the demise of the Democrat Party, Ward. Did, did you see there was a video of, of a, a lady that had, you know, had a, on a MAGA hat or a MAGA shirt, whatever. And she was at a Bernie Sanders rally because, no, it was Biden. And she just wanted to hear what Biden had to say. And they had her removed just because of the shirt she had on. Well, and, he, the, and, and this rally, this massive rally, might have had 200 people. Trump's selling on it. I mean, Trump. Fifty thousand people at every every rally. Fifty fifty thousand people. He could pack. He could pack Heinz Field. I yep. have no doubt. Absolutely, I agree. I agree a hundred percent. And there'd be people outside. And, I mean, exactly. There was people that were camping out starting Saturday for today tonight's gig. Tonight's Saturday. Tonight's was in Lexington, and and uh, Perez, the DNC chairman, was on with. Uh, the one after uh, uh, special report, Martha McCollum. And, and he said that President Trump had to go to Kentucky for a rally in a state that he won by 30%. He's so close to getting defeated there, he had to go to a rally there. A total lie that Martha, ne- that Martha never challenged. Uh, Fox News is dead, ladies and gentlemen. I'm sorry. But well, never I mean, never challenged it and never told Perez the only reason the president is in Lexington is to make sure Bevin gets reelected governor. That's why he's there. Well, I mean, the thing is, Fox News, the, the people on Fox that would challenge, like, the Bill O'Reilly's are gone. You know, Meg, um, Megan, uh, what's her name? Kelly. Uh, Megan Kelly. She wasn't bad at first. She would get in your face, and he. I loved her. You. I loved her. At and, first. and then, then when Trump ran, she decided that she was going to be an anti-Trumper and that went debate. totally to the left. And that's how she got. I mean, I Brett Bear, Brett Bear, you should be ashamed of yourself for associating with Chris Wallace and Megyn Kelly during that debate. That was the trio. It was Brett, Chris, and Megan, and Megan Kelly and Chris Wallace made fools out of themselves, uh, and they continue to do so to this day. Now, Megan Kelly's trying to get back in favor, and she's washed up. You'll never see her again. She's done, no, man. She's she, unemployable. Well, well, the thing is, because of what she did at, at NBC, nobody else will pick her up, because she's uh, right now going on and on about the— uh, you know, about the Lauer stuff and 
uh, all the the well, in fact, the, the Rowan, uh, um, what's his name? You talked about him earlier. Um, uh, Farrow. Um, yeah, Rowan Farrow. I couldn't remember his name. In fact, he was the one who broke the story on Harvey Weinstein, and NBC was trying to cover up the Weinstein stuff, and they were trying to shut him down. And so she's bringing all that up, and she's drudging up all the the animosity i guess at nbc saying hey you got all these you know workers there that are under an nda that can't talk about the fact that you know matt lauer had a rape room and blah 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 and so i mean she she made herself unemployable there's nobody that's going to pick her up now but at the that being said she made 20 million bucks to go to nbc in the first place so right uh so you have uh the president coming out and saying that uh, Adam Schiff, he's starting to take this to Adam Schiff personally. And I think that's a good deal. I mean, have you ever seen a guy that is more, uh, I don't know, when you see him on television, he's not. Dude, he looks want, terrified he, all the time. You don't want to look at he him. He always right. looks scared. Pencil <laughs> His man, eyes man. are all big. It's, it's, it's terrifying. It is. But he comes out, the president comes out. And basically said he's a proven liar, leaker, and freak who is really the one that should be impeached. And he's right about that. I mean, it's uh, this guy's horrible. I can't believe no Democrats are coming out against him. Well, there was two during the vote that, that said that, you know, this isn't right. And they may have a shot if they're in a, any kind of a, you know, red or purple county and uh that's what that'll be so uh anyway um what else do we have on the agenda here oh you know what we can do we can talk about chicago how about we do a little chicago i i mean we don't have the clip the the intro but that's okay because you guys know what i'm talking about we got a clip we got a clip here i just got to find a damn thing uh, That's right, man. We, we can just go into it. I could talk. Good afternoon. Um, Facts matter, and everyone in this room knows that. In Chicago, I can tell you that we are making measurable progress in creating safer neighborhoods and building a world-class police department that the entire country can be proud of. That's evident by the thousands of police officers, professionals, and executives that are here in Chicago this week to see the Chicago turnaround. The president is right about one thing. Violent crime in the United States declined last year for the second consecutive year, according to FBI statistics. National murder rate fell by 6%, but it was Chicago that set the table for those reductions. Since 2016, gun violence in this city is down by almost 40%. We've made double-digit reductions in robberies, robberies and auto thefts, being at 20-year lows, while instilling a philosophy of community policing that centers around trust, transparency, and accountability. Shit! What the fuck is your life? What's really going on? 
Foe. Whoa, this is some GTA. This here. Why is that right here? Whoa. Whoa, this real. Whoa, get the reef out of there. Hello. They just lit this bitch up like it was the fourth. It's me. All right, so here's this week's Chicago report. Uh, November to date. So today's November 4th, and on November 4th, year November to date, uh, there was four people shot and killed, 18 shot and wounded, with a total of 22 shot, four homicides, bringing the grand total year to date in shot and killed 408, shot and wounded 1,972, Total shot 2,380 for a total 444 homicides. This is in the most restrictive gun state or gun place in the world. Guns are not to be had in Chicago. And uh, they this website that I use for to get these stats has a is pretty cool because it has a breakdown. It says one person is shot every three hours and six minutes in Chicago. Wow. That's ridiculous. And, one, and, and a person is murdered every 16 hours and 35 minutes. That's their stat. Wow. It, well, And that just goes to show you that, uh, thank God, uh, leftists can't shoot, man. I mean, <laughs> that's, that's all I keep thinking about. Every time I hear about I remember uh, Ward. Yeah, thank God they, they didn't go through our training. I mean, it was 10 years ago. Maybe it was even longer than that. But there was a shooting by the Pittsburgh police uh, in a garage. The suspect was in a garage. And I think there was 91 shots or something like that uh, fired by the police. And he got hit in the thumb. And I'm thinking, <laughs> man, they need to go back to the 357 Magnum or the 38 yeah. Special. They need to go back to revolvers because these people are just spitting out lead and they're not even aiming or something. I don't know what's going on. But Did you see the new 50 calibers? The 50 caliber pistol? Yeah, I have seen them. Oh, oh my goodness. They, they, I, don't, I don't want one. I, I don't want one. I'm, I'm good. I'll with my, break my wrist. I like my 45s are good, man. My 45s work fine. Well, they have, they have a 50 cal that looks just like the 45. Right. It's a semi-automatic. But that's <laughs> that'll yeah. break your wrist, man. Uh, have I, to. I, well, maybe not a if it's a semi-automatic and the upper receiver doesn't come flying off into your chest, it could probably handle it. But think of a fifty cal absolutely kill you. <laughs> think about a fifty caliber revolver where oh there's no God. where there's no energy going anywhere except into your hand. Uh, yeah, that would be rough. Screwed. Yeah, definitely. Now veterans. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, let, let's shift a little bit, uh, oppose these endless wars. You remember hearing about the McCain types uh, when the president wanted to take our 28 soldiers out of Syria and move them uh, a little bit. Out of harm's way. Yeah. And you heard all the rhinos and the you know neocons, uh, including Lindsey Graham. Lindsey Graham is no better than John McCain, ladies and gentlemen. Anybody who trusts that guy, this guy is a never-Trumper all day long. I don't give a damn what he says. 
I really don't. This is who well, he is. He started this damn thing in Syria. Well, here's here's the, what I think about Graham, and and it's going to be real simple. We can have him. He'll be able to show himself because once this impeachment goes through through the House and through the force that it is, and it ends up in in the Senate. Either a McConnell can just shut it down procedurally and say no, we're not. Which he won't do. Which he'll never do. He's not. He doesn't have that kind of balls. Or what they do is they say, okay, we're going to have a discussion. And Getz already was it Getz? I think it was Getz said that he's going to call Adam Schiff. Yeah. So what I think that they should do is say, okay, yeah, fine, we'll take it. And the judiciary picks it up, and that's what Graham's the chair of. And then his first thing says, "Okay, we'd like to call, you know, Congressman Schiff because he had he was privy to all this testimony that nobody else was, and put him on the stand. And then once you got him on the stand, then you drill him with every other question. Why did you lie about this? Why did you?" But Graham already said, "There's no way in the world he's ever going to call anybody in front of his uh, committee from the House of Representatives." I mean, Graham is is horrible, man. He's complicit. And a lot of this stuff, I'm telling you. I'm sure he is. I'm sure he is, too. But the point was, uh, now a report has come out, and they have asked veterans uh, about this, and veterans oppose the endless wars and back Trump. A lot of wasted lives for a goal we never accomplished. And I will tell you, ladies and gentlemen, as a veteran of Operation Iraqi Freedom during the surge, I completely agree with this. Let's go over some stats. As far as the war in Iraq, veterans, 64% of veterans say Iraq was not worth fighting. And I'll add something to that and say, my opinion was not there until Obama gave it back. Before Obama gave it back, I thought, all right, we have a shot. We have infrastructure. Uh, If we get the SOFA agreement down, the status of forces agreement down, that George W. Bush was too much of a weak president to make happen before he gave it back to the communists, and that was by design, uh, it would have been different. But all adults, 62% not worth fighting. War in Afghanistan, veterans, 58% not worth fighting. All adults, higher than the veterans, 59% not worth fighting. U.S. military campaign in Syria, 55% of veterans not worth it. That should be much higher. I was just going to say, that should be way, way higher. All adults, 58% against. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, that's uh, incontrovertible. Uh, You can't even uh, argue it. It's just uh, the way it is. Now, I want to – I'll give you a chance to uh, respond to that, and then I have to go to another subject. Oh, you mean the, the no? I, I'm with you 100. percent Because you're a veteran, speaking, you're, you're a veteran. Yeah, wanna... speaking speaking as a veteran, uh, I'm going to say I, it, it's not. They weren't worth fighting. I mean, at the time, yes, they absolutely were. 
the fact that we're still involved there is a travesty, uh, to say the least. Um, you know, the fact that we, we don't have any more boots and I, I think all the boots are out of Iraq. We still got, uh, what, a 2000 or so in Afghanistan. Too many, too many. No, I yeah, think it's absolutely. more, it's, it's more I agree with you. There's, there's way too many. I, I don't think that. that we should be there. I think that once, you know, Ben Laden was, you know, removed, I think that we should have ended up, I mean, because it, it's not the same as, I, uh, Iraq was, you know, with us, you know, just pulling everybody out, it created a power vacuum exactly like they said it would. And Iran's playing in there and then Syria's in the sandbox and, and whatnot. And that's why you'd have to step that down. Afghanistan, if we pulled out of Afghanistan today, it would be the same pile of rubble it was when we bombed Absolutely. In oblivion 20 yeah, years ago. No doubt about it. And, 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 uh, but there's nobody rushing to get in, is, was my point. There's nobody try, would say, oh, shit, we can get a shot at Afghanistan. Right. No, they're not going to do that. And there's to, nothing for them there. It's all, all rock. To, uh, and, to Cadet McMaster from Valley Forge, a company, a company from the Infantry Battalion, uh, Valley Forge Military Academy, 1977. I was there with you, McMaster, and you suck, dude. You are one of the worst things that Valley Forge Military Academy ever produced. You're a member of the deep state, and you suck. You're part of the the nest of rats at the National Security Council. They should absolutely take everybody out of that organization and probably do some things that I'm not even going there. But uh, we need <laughs> to fix that. Let's go to Fox News. And the president is set to restore... Navy SEAL Eddie Gallagher's rank to chief. And ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you how important that is. And this is from Fox News. This is from Laura Widener. But Fox News host Pete Hegseth, who is completely overrated. What did he do? One tour in the military, and now he's like their military advisor or whatever. Uh, but, uh, yeah. You know, the dude ate in a mess hall like 16 times. That's it. I got more time in the <laughs> chow line than this guy had in the military. Uh, and he said that President Trump is expected to make an announcement in the next week about restoring the rank of Navy SEAL Eddie Gallagher. Heggs has said on Fox & Friends Monday morning that he learned the news during a conversation with the president over the weekend, and the actions by the president are expected to come before Veterans Day, November 11th, Fox News reported. It doesn't have to be a pardon or a commutation. Heggs has said, it could be, but pardons and commutations imply guilt that you've done something wrong and you need to be forgiven for that. The president, as commander-in-chief, has a lot of latitude under the UCMJ, the Uniform Code of Military Justice, to dismiss a case or change a sentence. And from what he understands, that's likely what will happen here shortly. And the the bottom line here is that uh, he was reduced uh, to E6, uh, but the president is going to restore his chief petty officer rank to E7, which means a hell of a lot in retirement, Ward, as you know. I mean, it's uh, E7 is like the benchmark of where you want to go as an enlisted soldier, 
uh, and he made that, but then they tried to take it off him, and I think this will be a good deal fixing that. And Ward is muted again, I guess. Uh, and I can't see any. Okay, here. Now now my Uber conference is going to get dumb that I can't see what's going on on it. Uh, but we'll get back to that in a minute. But, you know, this is important, man. This is this guy has made a career uh, of the United States Navy and uh, taking it even further where he has decided to become a SEAL and just do miraculous things for the United States of America on the battlefield. Uh, and, and then they try to take it away from him. Uh, and the president comes back in and is like, nope, we are going to reinstate your rank as an E-7, as a, a chief petty officer. Uh, and I think that's a good deal. I do. And hopefully uh, this will all work out. And uh, all right, now I'm seeing my screen again, kind of. But Ward, are you still there? Uh, boy, I'll tell you, technological uh, problems never uh, stop plaguing uh, internet radio when you're trying to do these things. I mean, it's uh, it's nuts. But anyway, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I'm glad that Gallagher and 10 others from Alpha Platoon, SEAL Team 7, uh, are being exonerated. I mean, now, the Chief of Naval Operations, Admiral Mike Gilday, decided to uphold the sentence, denying Gallagher's request to retire as an E-7, but preventing him from retiring as an E-1, a typically automatic consequence in accordance with Navy regulations. If Gallagher retires as an E-6, he'll lose, reportedly, $200,000 uh, in retirement funds, according to Fox News. Rocky, can you hear me? Are you on air? Yes, sir. Go ahead. You're up. Well, uh, you know, I like to keep things quick, so I just wanted to say that uh, November 10th, uh, you know, this coming Sunday is uh, the Marine Corps' 244th birthday. So, if anybody listening knows any Marines or has Temper any, in, or has any in their family, um, just hey, say happy birthday, and uh, it means the world to us. It does. It's that big of a deal. That's good. I, I, I mean, I didn't know that. <laughs> uh, you know, but I, I, I do like your sergeant majors. Joe President <laughs> is watching. America is watching. But more important, Godfather. So what did you think about uh, this new development where this guy's getting, uh, he's going to be able to retire as an E-7? Are you asking me? Yeah. Oh, you, oh, you, oh, you, oh, you, you called the show, man. 
I think it's great. Um, you know, I, th- I thought what was even better was uh, when he took the, the Navy Awards away from the JAG officers for uh, their participation <laughs> in that trial. What happened? I think he d- they were, um, uh, uh, well, uh, I guess this gets more yeah. political. But uh, Yeah, they, they had done some underhanded stuff. Uh, they they and, were right. It, 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 yeah, Ward Ward can speak more on this. But uh, yeah, they they were awarded uh, you know like bronze stars, crap like that for for their participation in uh, in this trial. No, they they do yeah. that. You know what they do that. Uh, it's I can tell you a story. We don't have enough time left. Yeah, uh, but that, but, no, I'll, I but I'll just say but I'll, but I'll just say. Uh, your host is a Bronze Star recipient. I know that, uh, I know and, that and and it's not it's not something that I uh, like. I don't have a Bronze Star license plate or anything like that because the reason I got the Bronze Star was because I did my job. Right, you know, you know right. what I mean. That was, that it was wasn't it wasn't it wasn't with valor. Yeah, there was no V device. Yeah, that was a Clinton thing. That uh, unless you have a V on it, it it really doesn't. Matter. Right now, it matters to me because I know what I did. I know that I made all these people, and I mean, I made six brigades pissed off when I made them bring their ASVs, their armored security vehicles, into my base to get reallocated with new armor. Uh, I made him do it, and it saved lives. But I don't consider that valor. You know what I mean? And I made and I made those six brigades count those vehicles as deadlined when they were in the shop, and all the colonels and generals were mad at me because it was going to screw our, you know, uh, our stats up on what we had available for combat. And I told them guys, I was like, no, the, the, the shit is not available for combat. It's getting armor. So either you lie, I'm not going to lie. You lie. I'm telling you their deadline. And I'm, the a, end, I'm not the guy that wants to crawl into the vehicle that's right. waiting on new armor. You're goddamn right, man. And I'm like, so I did get a bronze <laughs> star for that. But I mean, but I wasn't kicking down doors. I was I was doing what I do at my level. You know what I mean. The contract was, was, the was, contractors <laughs> tried to take my Hemet records off my units. I was like, oh hell no, you're not taking my Hemet record. Good. When I was rolling around Iraq, I mean, we still had. I mean, we we had we took the canvas doors off the Humvees, and right. just because they were uh, annoying. And, and, and you know they blamed they blamed all that shit on Rumsfeld. You know, about the, I remember seeing uh, communist soldiers out there. Oh, why are we over here with these? Man, we haven't had, I I joined the army in 1980. And our trucks, I went through three different generations. I went through the Jeep. And then we had like the Dodge M880. And then we had the the Blazers, you know, the the Blazers. The 1007s, 1009s, and, and then we had the Humvee, and not nary one of them had any armor on them. 
And you're going to blame Rensfeld. There were six Secretary of Defenses before him that didn't have armor on the trucks. Don't blame Rumsfeld. You know what I mean? It's like you can blame the Army, but don't blame Rumsfeld. But anyway, that's just... It was the the situation that changed. I mean, really, it was the the IEDs that brought about... uh, And this happens every time we go to war. Every uh, single time we go to war, people like me, and I had to explain this to an Army colonel and a retired three-star general when they were creating my unit. They kept telling me, no, you have to go by the doctrine. You can't go by what happened. I was like, no, no, colonel. Because I was trying to get the manning in my unit proper. And I said, no, every single battle, every single war we've ever been in, as soon as we got there, we had to start changing logistical tactics. And I told him in World War II, when we got to France, we didn't know those hedges, hedgerows were there. We had to weld teeth on the bottom of our tanks, of our Sherman tanks. So they could cut through those hedges when they came through. I said, in Vietnam, well, no, I said, in Korea, we put four M2 machine guns, 50 caliber machine guns, four on trucks so we could shoot down these masses. And in Vietnam, we had to armor the bottom of all of our APCs because of the landmines. And people used to sit on the top of the APCs on sandbags. All right, I'm getting a little too emotional, man. And, uh, you know, I was just going to let you go. I figured it was cathartic. Well, <laughs> you get military. I am military. I did it. I, I walked the hey, walk, I, baby. I, I got. I got. I got. I do got to say. I. Uh, I had the honor of uh, breaking an axle on a Humvee uh, because I jumped. It's hard to do. That's hard to do. I jumped it. it. Well, it was empty. Like there was, I was, I'm talking. It was, you know, skeletonized. But uh, I was driving a little fast in the uh, in the desert there, and uh, hit a berm. <laughs> the funny part about and, uh, it is they're they're snapped, they're, they're snapped really... one of the front axles. They're like, how the hell did you do that? I was like, I don't know. Yeah, that does sound. Well, that's a little hard. But uh, hey, thanks I for calling. That's, that's pretty much what happens with a marine, though. You, 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 they only have they, they only have two things they can do with things, and they one of them is break it, and the other ones make it. love to it. That's right. Oh, I mean, and eat it too. There's three. That's right. I mean, it's 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 ridiculous. We waste so much money on these guys. <laughs> can I can I tell it? Can I tell a quick joke? You got seconds for for war. Okay, shoot. So you you lock a marine in a sealed room with three steel ball bearings. What happens? I don't know. It's got something to do with balls. I, I guarantee. I'm that. sure it does. Yeah, no, he'll <laughs> he'll break one. He'll lose one, and he'll steal the other. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much the it. Double to the notch, and this one soars out of here. Wow! It leaves the ballpark on the fly. Hello. home runs you'll ever see. 
That's what you call getting out. All right, Rocky, get out of here, man. I love you. Goodbye. All right. Love you guys. Take it easy, man. Ward, how can people get in touch with you, man? We're at the end of the line. Uh, you can always hit me up on uh, on Twitter, uh, Wardy, at Wardy22, or on the Facebook page, uh, facebook.com slash uh, Cold War Radio 22. Doing an excellent job over there, I might say. I mean, thousands, tens of thousands. I'm starting to look at these reports. My goodness, good stuff. Ladies and gentlemen, if you listen to the, to the show tonight live, thank you very much, man. I mean, that's uh, an honor. Hutch is giving you a car. A Trump rally, yeah. Everybody gets a car! No. You get a car, and Rocky gets a car, <laughs> and Marlene gets a car. Unfortunately, they're all electric cars, and they're not in production yet, but they will be. But hey, thanks for listening, uh, no doubt, with the Trump rally going on. We appreciate it. We'll be back Wednesday with Stacy uh, and Sal. Uh, exciting things going on. Become a patron. And by the way, to our patrons, it's the beginning of a new month. Thank you so much for supporting me and my crew. Uh, 10% of all patronage goes to my co-hosts. And Mona, you gotta you gotta remember Mona. She's out there getting us these uh, interviews, sometimes at the last minute, but we're professionals so we can handle it. Thanks everybody, we appreciate you coming around. Thank you, Ward. I'm Hutch Bailey Jr. In studio number one, we'll be back Wednesday. Thanks for letting us into your life for a couple hours. Go to rsbnmusic.bandcamp.com and please support Jacob Seals. Watch the rally on RSBN. I'm Hutch Bailey Jr. from Pittsburgh. God bless you.